Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Welcome back to the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. Summer may be over, but it's still good to have an ice-cold drink every so often. And we've probably all done it. Drink an icy cool soda or drink so quickly that it causes a sudden headache. But can drinking a chilled milkshake like that actually cause brain damage? Not much research has been done on the condition known as ice cream headache. However, it seems that when you do drink something icy cold like that, it doesn't actually make your brain colder, but the chilled air in your sinuses causes blood vessels to contract, creating pain similar to a migraine. So, would it harm you? Probably not. Neurosurgeons say that the brain still works well at lower temperatures, and if it's just a temporary thing like having a cold drink, then it wouldn't be harmful. So, slurp away. One of the toughest ethical questions in farming and raising animals is how far we should go in changing the genetics of an animal for human consumption. One of the discussions in the United States last week was whether to allow genetically modified salmon into the food chain. The special fish has been developed so that it grows twice as big, twice as fast, and naturally the economic benefits of raising such fish would be great. But would it be safe to eat? And what would happen if the fish escaped from captive ponds and started to breed in nature? What would the repercussions of that be? Scientists say that the genetically modified fish is identical to normal salmon, and that even if it did escape, it wouldn't be a problem. Besides, how is changing the genetics of a fish any different to feeding cows lots of hormones and drugs to speed up their growth? Or are we playing God with nature? It's a very complex argument, and one that doesn't have any easy answers. They are immensely powerful, but we still don't know much about them. Volcanoes are beautiful yet devastating. But one of the problems of discovering more of their secrets is because they are very hot. Geologists would love to get a closer look at what's going on inside active volcanoes. And now that might be possible with a new type of wireless sensor that can withstand super high temperatures. The technology uses silicon carbide to shield the sensors, and the plan is to drop these into active volcanoes to monitor the conditions inside. By noticing any small changes in gas levels, it should be possible to get advance warning of possible eruptions. It is estimated that half a billion people around the world live within possible eruption range of volcanoes, and so a better early warning system could be a huge benefit in preventing loss of life. One of the ways that biologists use to track animals on migration is to place a tiny radio transmitter on them and then track their movements. The problem is that the process can put the animal under a lot of stress, so bring on security technology used to combat terrorists. 
Scientists have developed very accurate facial recognition software in the last few years, and so now that is being used to track animals. Not because they are terrorists, but to see when and where some animals go to mate or migrate. One great use for the new technology is on leatherback sea turtles, as marine biologists need to track them and help them breed more successfully so they'd not become extinct. The type of facial recognition software for turtles is non-invasive, and as they have unique facial features, is something like a digital fingerprint. If successful, then the system could be used to help a host of other endangered species too. Sometimes on the science blog, I wonder why the simplest new ideas have never been done before. For example, many people have many different bank and credit cards in their wallet. It's a security concern, makes your purse or pocket rather bulky, and it's difficult to keep track of them all. So, how about one physical card, but with the information of a host of credit cards within it? The multi-account card has just been showcased to the credit card industry, and it does exactly that. It looks like a normal card, but has buttons on the front which enables users to switch between card accounts, and even has an indicator light to let you know which account you're using and is protected by a PIN number. The cards have a lithium polymer battery and are even fully waterproof, just in case you leave the card in your jeans pocket in the washing machine. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the Science Blog for another week. Read it back on the Teen Time website, and I'll see you next week with more. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand. <laughs>